From the PSA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and today we're going to be visiting with Charlie Rockwell. That would be Charles, but let's call him Charlie. Uh, winner of the Lifetime Achievement Award this, this year. And uh, for the Lifetime Award, we're recognizing exceptional members who develop projects affecting the association on a national level while demonstrating devotion and self-sacrifice serving in their role. And with that introduction, Charlie, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks very, very much. Really, only only my mom called me Charles, and then I knew I was in trouble. Okay, so no more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's great. Um, so, you know, again, the getting that award was was incredibly. It's just words can't describe the impact that it had on me. But it did make me think about how it all came to be. You know, and as I, th- as I think as our lives progress, we just kind of were living in the moment and all of a sudden this was an opportunity to reflect on, on how it did start. And kind of putting a beginning to it, my parents divorced when I was little and my, my mom and my younger brother and I were together. And, and my mom is from the Lake Placid area. And she had friends in southern Vermont. So we moved to Peru, Vermont in the winter of 1958-1959. And one of the really cool things was that the school that I went to in fourth grade was a one-room school from grades K through 8. And we had, every Wednesday afternoon, we went to Bromley to ski, and that was our phys ed program. And I have a paper that I wrote for that school. You know, what do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I wrote my paper, I want to be like Neil Robinson, who was the ski school director at Brownlee at the time. And so time passed and I developed a passion for skiing as it did. And then I was at, at uh, Phillips Academy in Andover, Mass, not knowing where I wanted to go to college where most of my friends were going to Harvard, Yale, or Princeton, and I, I didn't think that was a great idea. My uncle, also from Lake Preston, said, hey, Charlie, you'd probably like Middlebury. So I, I applied and got in, and I went to Middlebury to be a Nordic skier. But the Vietnam War was going on, and being a, a D1 Nordic skier involved a ton of work. So I said, hmm, I wonder how else I can stay in skiing and not have to work so hard. And my roommate was a a volunteer ski instructor at the Middlebury College Snowball. And I said, okay. And I tried and I I, I made the cut. And I I do want to share one thing that that I I did talk about in in Bozeman and and what sort of shaped, I think, my ski teaching career. I had a phenomenal ski school director named Joan Town, who after I was hired, after she hired, she said, Charlie, I will tell you when I think you're ready to teach beginners. But right now, what I'd like you to do is just, we're going to send you out with intermediate groups, and if you don't know what to do, just ski with them. And long about President's Week, he came up to me and said, you know, I think you're ready to teach beginners. After a lot of training, and I thought to myself, wow, I've really made it. This is great. And, and that has stuck with me for, you know, the 50-plus years that I've been doing this. 
And then the other major thing that happened, during college, I was in ROTC. And I graduated as a distinguished, with a distinguished military graduate award. And that allowed me the opportunity to take a, a regular army commission. And as fate would have it, I really didn't know what that meant. So I said, well, I'm getting married. And, uh, and uh, so I think I'll take a reserve commission. Well, because I took a reserve commission, I didn't have to do it. Meaning, uh, and I delayed my entry into active duty for a year. And so Madeline and I, graduation, we got married. We went to killing to teach skiing for a year just as a you know, kind of gap year. And during that time, I got a letter from the Department of Defense saying, but no thanks, we don't need you on active duty, so go down to your local guard office and sign up, which I did. And at that point, since Madeline had been a very D1 ski team, and she also was teaching skiing in Ellington with me, we just looked at each other and said, hey, this is great. Let's just keep doing it. And that was, you know, there of 7172, and here we are, you know, this past winter 2022, and it, it just stuck. So it's kind of amazing, I think, how, you know, how we end up where we are. You know, I look at the variety of lessons that you taught, and I love what you just said about your director. You've made it when you can start teaching beginners. I mean, you've worked with active duty military, National Guard uh, troops in Europe. Uh, you've been a children's instructor. You've been a, an examiner in the Eastern Division. What really stands out to you uh, from your career? Well, I, I, it, I think that's a, you know, that, that's a great question it's in that, to me, I mean, we're, we're, we're teaching people, you know, we're not teaching turns, we're not teaching skiing, we're just, te we're dealing with people, and people come in all shapes and sizes, and, and selfishly, I get my out of putting a smile on somebody's face, you know, and, and so... You know, since you mentioned the, the, the Army, I worked with 10th Special Forces Group that was out of Fort Devens in Massachusetts. And they were, they were training at, at uh, Wild. And they were, they were using, they had these big heavy packs up. And every time that they would turn, you know, they'd kind of do the old-fashioned snowplow turn and they'd tip their bodies over and fall down. So I looked at their commander and said, um, have you ever thought about just keeping your body up? And that was a new kind And then I said, why, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? And, and he said, well, that's what our manual said. And I, and, but the manual was from 1935, you know, from Germany. And it was like, so he tried that and it really worked. You know, and then the other thing I got to do that was fun was I got to help write the, the, this, the, the mountain warfare school curriculum for, for skiing for the, for the U.S. Army. And, that, and another anecdote on those is that the way the National Guard works is that the active duty component will, will judge our performance. So we were, we were, on a, uh, you know, our training cycle, 
this this major came over from Fort Drum, New York, and started to to discuss and sort of argue about the training program. I, I was a lieutenant colonel at the time, and he was a major. And I've never done this in my entire military career, but the major and at attention, <laughs> which which he did. And how many years have you been teaching? Uh, well, sir, haven't. You know, and, and I read him the Riot Act be, be, because it was this this viewpoint that well, I'm active duty for this reservist. I know more than you. And it it was gratifying to have him understand, you know, that that there's a lot of expertise out in the world other than just the people in the 10th Division. Of, you know. And so we won we won that. But um, yeah, trained with them in Canada. I was chief of the, in charge of the Athlon program that dealt with competing in the in the European sort of military games that involved a lot of winter skills, and that was that was. But I think you know I, I just look at I just look at people, you know each time I go out it, it, it's it's new it's different it's because everybody's different they all have their. You know their desires and their abilities, and, and my job. You know I'm there for them, and my job is to is to make make it a possible experience for who I'm working. I can't imagine you went into instructing thinking my goal is to get the lifetime achievement award. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like to find out that you were nominated for it in the first place, but then that you actually won it? Because what an incredible uh, achievement and compliment that is. In, 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 indeed, and and I, I I've always enjoyed. Kind of being in the background and sort of low, low key, and the, the limelight is something that, that I've never been that interested in. But yet, you know, in, in thinking about it and reading some of the things that that uh, people wrote about me was just—I mean, it it was an emotional kind of high. Really, it's like, wow, geez, I you know, it's so really gratifying to see that I that I have had this kind of positive experience with with people and were there times you really felt that you were making that kind of an impact on your students and those around you yeah no yes and I you know I I I can I had a I I've I've been dealing with with just a lot of of of, of different situations so I, I can share some with you that I think have been in, impactful, and um, a lot of them have been with what I really hated to be used the word, but maybe there's a different word. But people who were who who didn't who didn't achieve like a level two, for example, and they would come up to me afterwards and say, you know, what what can I do, and you know, and and I would. Them what they thought they could do, and and you know, I say, look, you know, I I will help you if I can, and and so there was there was one guy who came up to me the following year, and and hugged me. I didn't even recognize him, you know, and and and, and he said what you told me, you know, made all the difference, and it, it was, and I'm now level two. 
you know, and, and I saw when I was in Montana, and I did mention this at the at the time, but it, it it's another sort of example that comes there. I was, you know, you know how you you look at somebody and, and it's like well, I know you, you know, but but I'm not quite sure how. So I was put I had my blizzard skis from Pat and I was going to take a run at, at Big Sky and I saw this woman that was we looked at each other and it's like we know each other. Well, it turns out she came up to me and gave me a big hug. That you have been the most impactful person in my skiing career. Which is like, whoa, wow. And, and she explained that, that at a level three exam in, in Vermont at Sugarbush, she was having a, a rough time and, and, and I had just taken her aside quietly and said, hey, Cindy, you know, you, you, know, you got, you got. And, and was supportive in the exam process. And, I, and that, by doing that, that, that had a really positive effect on her which she then kind of kicked into high gear and, and, and was successful. So, you know, it's, it, 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 it's those kinds of things that, that I think that, you know, it, it's just part of, part of what I think, you know, what we're supposed to do is, is, is help people and, and share and do the best we can so that those, the people that we're working with can, can get the best outcome and the thing. Well, Charlie, in conclusion, anything you'd like to say to the membership, especially uh, maybe those new to teaching that are thinking, is this something I really want to stay with? What are the pluses and minuses? Well, I can tell you, you're not going to get rich in terms of monetarily, but I will tell you that, that it's so much, you know, just on a personal level, it's so much in my DNA. I, I, I just can't imagine not doing it. You know, and I think PFAE has a new a program, which I was part of this past winter called the Mentor uh, Mentee Program. And I had the coolest mentee you could imagine, Katie Stengel from Okimo. And, and, and I had the best time you know, just he was like a sponge. Uh, you know, just just go, kind of go go with with you know go with your heart. You know, just remember that we're we're, we're helping people. We're not teaching turns. It's about you know you go up the lift for the first time and, and you look out over the valley and say to the group, "Wow, you know this is this is isn't this beautiful." You know, it's it's the experience. It's it, it's the view. It's the, it's the camaraderie. It, it's the, it's the individual feelings that it's give us. It's you know, it's 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 life changing for many many people, and it's giving them an opportunity to enjoy something that's a little different than going to the office every day. That that they can carry with them, you know, through their lives. And the PN, in summary, you know, I, I didn't invent all this stuff myself. I mean, I, I stole it from all the, all the other people I've had contact with in PSA. You know, my mentor, Murphy, I've learned from her. You know, I've, I've just, you know, I just learn from other people and experiences, put it all together, and it just makes it worthwhile. Lifetime Achievement Award winner, Charlie Rockwell. Thank you so much for joining us on First Chair. It's been wonderful chatting with you. Thanks very much.
Now, if you're interested in making a nomination, you can do so on the awards and recognition page under About on the snowpros.org. From the PSIA, AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.